Welcome to First Person Seville, the podcast. I'm Charles Lewis, your host, and also the co-host of In My Humble Opinion from 101.3 FM. Today's episode features India Sims, author of India Sims Can Do Everything You Can Do, Just Sitting Down. India describes herself as a woman in a wheelchair, and she wants you to know that she can speak for herself. When someone thinks of India Sims, which strengths come to mind? That girl can do anything <laughs> that she puts her mind to. Like, if she says she's going to do it, she's going to find a way. She's a go-getter. At the end of the day, my children, they don't see their mom as struggling. They see their mother as, okay, well, this is a goal. How she's going to overcome this today? So let's see. That's how they describe me as a go-getter. When she's not fishing, swimming, skydiving, or bungee jumping, India is working to change how able-bodied people treat disabled people. Her mission is to get the city of Charlottesville and its residents to recognize that wheelchair accessibility is just an everyday reality. But so far, no one is listening. How do people interact with you when they see you? Oh, Lordy. (laughs) So... First, when people see me, they look at me like I'm this foreign object, like disrespectful, walk past, no politeness at all. That's how they see me as just a creature. But when people talk to me and get to know me and mm-hmm. I'll speak to them, they would be like, oh, she can speak. Oh, she doesn't need help. Then they start grasping who I am and understanding a little bit that, oh, she's a a human. So we know that um, that you and your husband are looking to purchase a home and and touring them was a barrier. Um, Can you explain what what issues you face? So first of all, when I got approved, I explained to them that I was looking for a unique home because Mm -hmm. I'm the only disabled person or unique person in the house. Um, And they were like, oh, that's fine. You know, you can come and look at some homes, you know, fine. But when I went to go look at the home, I had to stay outside because it was all steps. There was no way for me to get in. So I called, nobody answered. I blew the horn, nobody answered. So I'm like, okay. Then somebody peeped through the door and they were like, oh, can I help you? And I was like, hi, I'm India. And they were like, oh, hi, come on in. And I'm like, you remember, I don't know who I spoke with, but you remember I told you I was, you know, in a wheelchair. And they were like, uh, what do you want me to do about it? And I said, excuse me? And they was like, there's steps here. I said, well, I'm by myself, and y'all knew that I was by myself. Can y'all help me? Oh, I can bring some blueprints to you. I said, you mean Blue Princess paper? And they were like, yeah. They were like, well, you can figure it out that way. I said, I will refuse to do that. And they were mm. like, well, I don't know what else to tell you. Mm. And they walked away. So what would have been, um, in your opinion, the, the ideal response? The ideal response is, okay, this woman has a disability. There's going to be more people that might have disabilities. So let me figure a way, before she gets here, let me figure a way for her to get into mm. this building whether it is to get a portable ramp Mm -hmm. or either help some people to help me up there. I shouldn't have to have someone near me 
in order for somebody to um, understand me mm. and to grasp that I need assistance on certain things. Mm. And I say keywords, certain things. Right, right. So that would have been the ideal. So they should have mm. already been prepared for me to come there instead mm. of wasting my time and disrespecting me. Talk about a time uh, where you were denied accommodations or experienced um, an undue burden in other places around the city. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. <laughs> like, you know, you can't even go to a restaurant in peace without being frowned upon. Shopping, mm. same way. You know, they don't make any kind of accommodations for you. Downtown yeah. is impossible because you have bricks, which I understand. Fill the bricks in to make it a little bit more easier for somebody mm. to get in. Right, right. Or push, or if they're in a walker, it doesn't have to be a chair. There's no accessibility around Charlottesville. I know so many people around the world. A lot of people that are disabled are afraid to even show their face. I get contact, like thousands of people contact me that are disabled, and they be like, hey, how, where do you live? I don't even tell them where I live. And that's sad. I would tell people not to come here. Because I don't want them, because there's a lot of people that are disabled that are not going to be as strong as I am. All right, so you're, you're also a, a, a professional businesswoman, stylist, but because of your physical disability, you run into discrimination. What, what can you share with us about that experience? At first, they wouldn't even accept me into school. Hmm. They wouldn't even take me into cosmetology. And it, and it makes me so sad, and it makes me want to cry sometimes. But... Hmm. um. Herman Key um, from the Charlottesville Cardinals went into that cosmetology school and was like, you're going to accept her and you're going to allow her to be who she wants to be. And I took on my own as being a massage therapist, an esthetician and nail tech. And I took it and I ran with it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have all these degrees and I'm going to make a building and I'm going to make it accessible for people that are disabled. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody going to stop me. But there is somebody that's stopping me. Charlotte, they didn't care. I went to all these people asking for their help. They wouldn't help me. So then I went myself and I started a GoFundMe. So I am still doing it. I am still trying to raise money. I am still trying to get a building. It's just with my business, I got to prove to people that I can do it. With my home, I got to prove to this, that I got this and I got that. It doesn't matter if you have good credit. It doesn't matter if you have a deposit. It's so much. And Charlottesville, I'm going to say it, Charlottesville put this big persona that they love everybody and they accept everybody and they'll do whatever they want for everybody. I'm here. Start on me. Start on someone that actually wants it and will work for it. Because I know what it's like to be thrown away. I was thrown away after the doctors paralyzed me. So if anybody knows how to salvage and put things together and hold it in place, that's me. So for the people listening to this podcast, if they could take one thing, what would you want it to be? Actually, listen, look. The way that you want to be heard mm. 
and the way that you do things, we want to do it the exact same way. Stop judging. Stop thinking that we can't be who we want to be. Just because you don't see many of us that are disabled doesn't mean that we, we don't exist. Just because you don't believe in it, there was somebody that didn't believe in you one time. There was somebody that you had to start from the ground up at one point. That doesn't mean that it's impossible. So stop judging. India Sims is on TikTok at One Unique Chair Girl. That's the number one unique chair girl. She is actively raising money through GoFundMe for her accessible salon. You can find her first person Seville essay at www.charlottesvilletomorrow.com. We want to hear your story and tell the story of our community together. Share your perspective with first person Seville at seavilleinclusivemedia.com slash projects. The First Person Seville podcast is a production of Charlottesville Inclusive Media. It's hosted by me, Charles Lewis, and the In My Humble Opinion talk show. Like what you hear? Subscribe and follow us at imhotalkshow.org. This episode was produced by Kelly Jones. Music from Epidemic Sound. IMHO theme music is from God Vibes by Miguel and Morris. NYC Bangers on Production.